Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The oldest president in U.S. history was in New York today addressing the United Nations. Joe Biden is older than the U.N. itself. That's not a joke. That's true. He's like, I remember when this building was a saltwater taffy shack. And all his leader friends from other countries were there. The fella from Down Under, big guy, too tall, Padre, bucko. Pretty funny. He's old, you see. Yeah, very. Yeah. So this is interesting. It's from Bloomberg.com. This is a serious piece about investing. This is not like a USA Today fluff piece. They're actually trying to figure this out. And research shows that when company executives use a lot of words and complicated phrases, they're usually hiding poor performance. And the shorter and simpler statements are the ones that are going to do the best. So they took a look at the Russell 1000 large cap index, a whole bunch of companies. They split the in, into 10 groups of 100 and looked at it over the last seven years. The 100 companies whose officers used the most complex language averaged a return of around 9%. The companies that the CEOs used the simplest language to talk about their company returned over 15%. And Doesn't they, this apply to, like, everything in life? Yes. I mean, the answer to the question, where have you been, or did you do that, or, yes. you know, whatever, it's just this rings so true. What can lie behind this? In part, it's because if you have something to hide, you will tend to take refuge in longer words and more convoluted sentences, as Joe just said. Yes, I would. These will help you hide your meaning. Your meaning. As the trial of Elizabeth Holmes, who ran the failed blood-testing startup Theranos, is in the news, it's instructive to look at this quote from a now infamous profile of her from The New Yorker, published in 2014, before the problems with her technology had been revealed. What exactly happened? And before I owned a wolf. She was wearing her turtleneck, and she was the female Steve Jobs. Shortly before I, I purchased my wolf. Down, Balto, down. What exactly happens in the machine is treated as a state secret, and Holmes' description of the process was comically vague. Here's her quote. A a chemistry is performed so that a chemical reaction occurs and generates a signal from the chemical interaction with the sample, which is translated into a result, which is then reviewed by certified laboratory personnel. She added that thanks to miniaturization and automation, they were able to handle these tiny samples. And they use that as an example of convoluted speak that you can't really figure out what the hell she's saying. And it turns out she was hiding something. The fact that it didn't work at all. Yeah. When people start to waffle like this in earnings calls, then it should be no surprise when their subsequent share price performance is bad. The converse is true of clarity. Those who know exactly what they want to do are likely to be able to express it clearly and then do this. I thought that was pretty interesting research. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And again, it rings true. It's interesting that it would apply to corporate earnings, I guess. But Yeah. But and like you said, we intuitively thought this anyway. But now I'm more convinced of when I'm hearing somebody doing the word salad, they're hiding something. Yeah, don't BS a BS. Or some of us are pretty good at, at, at sensing that. So speaking of uh, business advice, this is actually life advice. Somebody, uh, Warren Buffett was doing his usual something or other he does. Where people get to ask him questions, and he speaks on the uh, issues of the day, economic. And uh, a youngster, uh, not a child, but a a young adult, asked him, do you have any advice for a young person like me getting ahead? 
Warren Buffett, in two sentences, which I don't have in front of me, but I will paraphrase because it's easy to do, said, hang around people who are better than you. Seek associates where you work who are better than you. Their ways will rub off. Hang around people who are good at their jobs and good at life. Hmm. I think that's excellent advice. I learned a long time ago, beware of the people who are constant bitchers and put out negative energy. I've told my kids that at school, hang around the uh, the goods that are the kids that are succeeding as opposed to the kids that aren't. Mm-hmm. It's very easy to uh, I've never done this, actually, but I can see how it might be easy to fall into the group that stands around and mocks the successful. Oh, yeah. And. Uh, oh, yeah. Beware that group. Yeah. Youngsters. Hmm. Interesting advice from one of the world's richest men. Yes, indeed. Does he still live in the little house with the little car and everything? Lives in the same house he bought, like in the 70s or 60s or 50s or something. He's very old. In my little house with my little car? What the <laughs> hell does that mean? Sorry, different guy. Different story. Can we hear... Uh, oh, yeah. Justin, I know what you're going to say. Justin Trudeau one more time. <laughs> I know. The, I've been thinking about it since we played it. I want to hear it again. Prime Minister of Canada. I will never apologize for standing up for an LGDP, uh, LGT, LBT, LGBTQ2 plus uh, kids' rights. about the way, before he says it the first time, you get the sense he's been practicing it. He takes a breath so he can get through it all, and then he like really goes for it, like swinging for the fences. One more I will time. never apologize for standing up for an LGDP, uh, LGT, LBT, LGBTQ2 plus. Uh, Anson, did you edit that to make it worse, or is that actually the way it played out? Uh, that is original. I pulled that clip. <laughs> yeah, Michael, nicely done. You know what it uh, reminds me of, though, is this clip. But resist, we much, <laughs> we must, and we will much about that be committed. Yeah, but here's here's the fundamental <laughs> difference. Sharpton, to his credit, though he is an incoherent huckster and a liar, he keeps going as if he is making a statement that must be heard, no matter how idiotic and convoluted his sentence became. Trudeau, on the other hand, in the space of five seconds, goes from defiant to utterly discouraged and deflated, and he has some woman trying to prompt him and the rest of it. He goes from, I am your leader, and I have never apologized, to just complete despair. I will never apologize for standing up for an LGDP, LGT, LBT, LGBTQ. Two plus uh, kids. (laughs) 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 A sound of a Canadian despair right there. (laughs) He's such a cute little fella. Yes. I will never apologize for standing up for an LGDP, LGT, LBT, LGBTQ, Mr. Prime Minister, sir. I get him mixed up with Macron sometimes because they're both cute little fellers. Cute little foreign fellers. Yeah. In tight fitting suits. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, oh is, is there a two in there? When he finally yeah. slowed down and got it right after his moment of despair, he the threw two a two plus? in there. Yeah, I don't know what two, that is. What is that? I don't know. I don't know. Probably should look into that so we're on the right side of history. Screw that. All right. You want to be on the wrong side of history. 
<laughs> yeah, all right. It's fair, fair charge. What oh, a- oh, 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 oh. Speaking of business news, I can't believe I haven't mentioned this. Maybe you live in San Diego. Maybe you don't. But San Diego home prices dropped for the second month in a row. Oh, wow. Now, they're up substantially, obviously, up 13-plus percent this year, but they have dropped two months in a row. Keep an eye on it. Moving down. Is the ride over? If something can't go on, it must stop. Right. Is it a soft landing, a bubble bursting, a crash, a K-shaped recovery, etc.? I don't know, but uh, it's worth noting. A tiny nugget from the new Woodward book worth mentioning that just came out. We could revisit cancel culture as being written about in the New York Times and the Atlantic. Oh, 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 and another thing I've meant to get to, but I haven't squeezed it in yet, is the the inside story is starting to emerge of how Israel assassinated a major Iranian nuclear scientist. Oh, yeah. And how that story evolved. So interesting. Yeah, I read that whole thing over the weekend. Uh, you got to love remote control machine guns and stuff. Oh, don't give it away. Don't give it away. Uh, All that on the way. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I will never apologize for standing up for an LGDP, uh, LGT, LBG, LGBTQ2+. Plus. Okay, uh, that's Justin Trudeau of Canada. We didn't know what the 2 plus was. Let's go through all this just so we, none of us get in trouble. L is lesbian. G is gay. B is bisexual. T is transgender. I think we all knew that. Q is, Q is queer. Then queer is an umbrella term used to categorize the entirety of the LGBTQ2 plus community sometimes. But then the two is for two spirits. It's an indigenous Pardon thing. Pardon me? That's an indigenous thing. So for your uh, Native Americans, they look at it as a two spirits thing with the sexual orientation. So you don't want to live out in indigenous people's particular view of how you split up the orientations. But is that like bisexual... Indians? Native Americans? Or is it something entirely different? Two spirits because a person may be believed to have both the male and the female spirits within them. I see. And then there's the plus sign, which is there to represent all the other identities that you may have already heard heard of. (laughs) Because as the Prime Minister illustrated, this thing is already getting too long. Yeah, the plus thing is supposed to just, it's basically saying etc., which is non-binary, pansexual, asexual, intersexual, etc., Otherwise, we're just going to recite the alphabet every time, the entire alphabet, every time we're talking about this stuff. Mm-hmm. Not to mention several numbers, the plus sign, the divided sign, the, 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 the what do you call it, the, uh, the division. Yeah, just. I like the idea of just using queer to cover all of it. If we could all get on board with that, it'd be fine with me. How about we just describe people as people, Jack? Kumbaya. I'm Joe Getty. I'm Joe Getty. No, you're not. I am. I love the way this is written. <clears throat> Story about a leading nuclear scientist in uh, in Iran getting rubbed out as he was driving along the road with his wife. I don't know if his wife had it coming, but eh, don't marry a Iranian nuclear scientist trying to perfect a bomb to wipe Israel off the face of the map. The, <clears throat> the leading nuclear scientist. Head guy. 
head guy. Um, anyway, um, so this guy gets rubbed out on his way to work. The news reports from Iran that afternoon were confusing, contradictory, and mostly wrong. A team of assassins had waited alongside the road. I remember all of this. Yes, we talked about it a lot. Mr. Fakhrizada to drive by, one report said. Residents heard a big explosion, followed by an intense machine gun fire, uh, said another. A truck exploded ahead of his car, then five or six gunmen jumped out of a nearby car and opened fire. A social media channel affiliated with the Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps reported an intense gun battle between Mr. Fakhrizada's bodyguards and as many as a dozen attackers. Remember, that's a government channel. I remember saying at the time, how the heck do the Israelis get all those people in there, assassinate somebody, and then get out? They are like magicians. One of the most far-fetched accounts emerged a few days later. Several Iranian news organizations reported that the uh, the assassin was a killer robot and that the entire operation was conducted by remote control. Please. These reports directly contradicted the supposedly eyewitness accounts of the gun battle between teams of assassins and bodyguards and reports that some of the assassins had been arrested or killed. Iranians mocked the story as a transparent effort to minimize the embarrassment of the elite security force that failed to protect one of the country's most closely guarded figures. Why don't you just say Tesla built the Nissan, it drove by itself, parked by itself, fired the shots, and blew itself up? One hardline social media account said, uh, here's the deal, though. Uh, it was a killer robot. That last report was absolutely accurate. The Israelis somehow guided a pickup truck that was mounted with a super machine gun. I mean, this thing, what is this? It, it fires 600 rounds a minute, but super high powered, connected to a series of cameras and sensors, and an assassin who is sitting behind a, a computer screen uh, hundreds of miles away or wherever he, the guy happened to be. And they had this thing parked by the road, surveilled the guy, watched him uh, drive along, and when the moment was right, bluey, 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 like the, uh, the final, I think it was the final episode of uh, Breaking Bad. They went all remote control machine gun on the guy. Do not anger these Israelis. So Ian Bremmer was mocking the New York Times coverage of this and uh, tweeted out, New York Times with a solid onion contender about their actual headline that he said it sounded like something out of the onion because underneath the headline it said, despite his prominent position, Iran's top nuclear scientist wanted to live a normal life. He loved reading, poetry, taking his family to the seashore, and driving his own car instead of having bodyguards driving him in an armored vehicle. Why did the New York Times try to paint this guy who's building a nuclear bomb to destroy <laughs> Israel as such a kind, loving, I know. nice guy? Why did that they do that? That is so New York Times. What did they call a al-Baghdadi, an austere scholar? Yeah. yeah. Weird oh, the, that they do that. Speaking of the onion, that reminds me... Uh, Babylon B headline I saw. We must con- Biden administration says we must continue admitting unvaccinated immigrants to place all the workers who got fired for being unvaccinated. Thought that was nice. That's pretty good. They're not checking their uh, vaccine forms there on the border. They're just letting them in by the thousands. Hmm, how odd. On the other hand, you're a British businessman. You're a French tourist. You're a, a lawful immigrant coming in via Lufthansa? Please. You're going to have to show your papers and show them good. Okay, do you want something scary? I know you all think of scariance and uh, doom scrolling and trying to scare us and that sort of stuff, but 
I always listen to Scott Gottlieb because he's the first person I heard say back in March of 2020, say, some town has got to have the guts to close things down. And I thought, that's never going to happen. He's the first person I heard say it. So He said today uh, on uh, CNBC, we haven't seen a flu season in about two years. So we haven't put immunity back into the population around the flu. When the flu does come back, and it will come back, it's going to come back very aggressively. And if there's a mismatch between the flu vaccine and the circulating strain, it could be very bad. And then you're going to have COVID on top of that. So businesses are going to have to do things a lot differently than they are. I think it's going to be a risk, uh, blah, 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 blah. So he thinks it could get pretty ugly when the flu comes back. A friend of mine just went to the doctor, and uh, her doctor told her, absolutely get the flu shot this year. Really important to get it. That's interesting, given the fact that he's saying there could be a real mismatch because we haven't had the flu for a couple of years between well, the shot be. and the... Yeah, he's saying that would be extra bad, yeah. and it would be. I don't usually get a flu shot. I think I have twice in my life. Yeah. Of course, the flu ain't going to kill me, probably. Of course, neither is COVID, actually, so funny that you would mention that. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. I am so sick of illness talk, you know? No kidding. A squirmy Bill Gates getting some attention when he was asked about his friendship with Jeffrey Epstein. Amazon is going to hire you if you tested positive for smoking pot. Now they're, then they, they had to get rid of you or wouldn't hire you. Now dude. They're, now they're, dude, now they're going to overlook it. That's among other things that we've got coming up in a little bit. If you ever miss an hour, you can find it on the podcast at armstrongandgetty.com. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. In other news, Amazon announced today that they are further relaxing their drug testing policies, going so far as to reinstate former employees and applicants who were fired or not hired due to, due to marijuana screenings. Feels like Amazon's trying really hard to just be the cool boss, doesn't it? Oh, no, you can smoke the weed, yeah, choke up some pot, my doobie brother, go for it. Amazon also announced that they plan to lobby the federal government to legalize marijuana, which is probably in the best interest of a company that sells 72-ounce tubs of marshmallow fluff. (laughs) Wow. It's beyond inevitable. What happens when you're on the other side of inevitable? Uh, Like it should have happened a long time ago. Most of the states in the country, marijuana is legal, but there's all kinds of federal laws that keep employers from hiring people who can't pass a whiz quiz. Or anybody in the business making a deposit in a regular bank. Which is ridiculous. Yeah. While we're on the subject of Amazon, which is run by Jeffrey Jeffrey Bezos. At some point, we need to play that whole song. We've got it bleeped. There are just a couple of uh, uh, unfortunate phrases in it. So a Vox article about Jeffrey Bezos uh, that we mentioned yesterday got beaten up pretty good yesterday on uh, on social media. I came across this on Tim Sandifer's uh, Twitter feed. Uh, Vox dropped a really, really stupid article today blaming Jeffrey Bezos for all kinds of damage to the environment with all of his Amazon trucks driving around out there. And Vox went on at length about how he might be the biggest polluter in the world. Well, a whole bunch of different people. Uh, economists, mathematicians, different people said, wait a sec, that doesn't make any sense, and looked at it, and uh, concluding by going through all the trips they make and all the trips other people don't make by not having to go to the store on how he's almost certainly uh, a net plus for the environment. I'd like to read that. 
in that uh, he's saving so much carbon pollution by I'm not driving this. Oh, like I said yesterday, mm. how many gazillion trips less do I make than that one trip? Me and everybody in my neighborhood, one truck comes. All of us didn't make a trip to the store. You know, that's a, that's a good point, and one that had escaped me yesterday, as I am a halfwit, is that you got one big old truck that services bunches of houses. Not yeah, one truck I, per address. I have no interest in standing up for Jeffrey. Jeffrey, what's his name? Jeffrey, Jeffrey Bezos. But it just doesn't make any sense. And so Amazon is almost certainly a, 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 a net neutral at the very least, but probably net positive for uh, the impact. So there you go. Yeah. Vox strings together words very nicely in many cases, but they are so ideological. Yeah, that was kind of the point of pushing back on that is that they just they get a head full of steam for something. And then all the blue check marks are so in love with the idea of what they wrote that everybody retweets it. And there you go. Uh, Bill Gates squirms. Fiddles with his ring finger when asked about ties to Jeffrey Epstein. I did not watch this interview. He was on the PBS NewsHour last night. Um, and they're asking him about uh, hanging around Jeffrey Epstein, who I, I'm going to assume for the sake of this that you know who he is. Scumbag. Child molester, trafficker, and underage girls. Pedophile, something or other. Friend yeah. to the rich and powerful. Anyway, this is Bill Gates being questioned. What did you do when you found out about his background? Well, and you know, I've said I regretted having those dinners. Uh, and there's nothing, absolutely nothing new on that. Is there a lesson for you, for anyone else looking, looking at this? Well, he's dead. So, uh, you know, in general, you always have to be careful. Uh, <laughs> wow, that was just evading two questions in a row. Uh, He says, you know, in general, you always have to be careful, and you know I'm very proud of what we've done in philanthropy, very proud of the work of the foundation. Wow. Yeah, that, uh, how did we lose that? I don't don't have, well, I didn't have a feeling that Bill Gates was, like, obviously dirty in this whole Jeffrey Epstein thing, but that was a weird way to answer those questions. Oh, are you kidding? It was bizarre. Play that again, Michael. What did you do when you found out about his background? All right, stop it. Well, I I cut off contact immediately, uh, as anybody would. I had no idea. I, he's a he was a very persuasive man, a, a financier. He he was friends with several people I was friends with. But good lord, once I found out uh, what he was up to, I cut off contact. How do you answer anyway about that? I was a combination of sick to my stomach and very angry when I found out. I had no idea. That That's how you answer. All right, let's hear the actual answer. What did you do when you found out about his background? Well, and you know, I've said I regretted having those dinners. Uh, and there's nothing, absolutely nothing new on that. Is there a lesson for you or what? anyone else looking looking at this? Well, he's dead, so, uh, you know, in general, you always have to be careful. Uh, Now, that, but then he, again, says, but I've got a great charity. How about that charity, Aaron? Um, Is there a lesson in all of this? Don't hang out with child rapists? I'm not sure exactly how I would have answered that question. Well, I think her follow-up was because his answer was so weird to the question before. Yeah. I think that's what led her to the follow, I think. Judy Woodruff of PBS NewsHour 
the I <laughs> I regretted having those dinners, and there's absolutely nothing new on that dinner table events. <sighs> who, right. who answers that question that way? Well, then I guess the answer to the, the second question is uh, you need to be careful who you're hanging around. You used to hang out with one of the most famous now pedophiles in the history of the world. Well, I regretted the having those dinners, and there's absolutely nothing new on that. And then that's after the, well, um, uh, struggling to come up with, I don't know. That's odd. That's funny. I never thought of you had any guilt in this before now, but now I'm wondering what is going on there. He possibly sounds like a guy who's been coached up by lawyers a lot and so immediately gets tongue-tied on what he can and can't say. Well, he's dead. (laughs) Always good response. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's weird. You know, I had dinners with him, Gates replied, fiddling nervously with his hands and pulling on the ring finger on his left hand. Why is he still wearing a ring on his left hand? The old lady left him. Well, he's dead. (laughs) what does that have to do with the question you were just asked she asked you is there a lesson that can be learned from all of this well he's dead well he's dead this is the genius bill gates (laughs) there's something funky there but isn't the rumor that um as soon as his wife heard that she that he had been had all these meetings and dinners and stuff with Jeffrey Epstein. That's when everything went south. That's the, what the rumor is on the on their marriage. Uh, yes, well, I've heard that rumor. Yeah, I have no idea if it's true, but uh, although it's uh, Bill Gates, famously a tomcat, tomcatting around on the misses. Oh yeah, I had always assumed it was with grown women, though. Yeah, there are various uh, like open secret love affairs. God, he he's had. like, I mean, I'm not a good judge of of men on this, really, but. He's like the least sexy figure I can imagine. Just everything about him screams, don't have sex with me, doesn't it? And she's like, who's, who's, he, who's he coming on to that's finding that attractive? I don't know. He's got billions. Is that know. it? Maybe, Is it the billions covers that up? Maybe, uh, you know, you spend the night at his place, he, he gives you a cab fare home, and it's a million bucks. You know, it's intoxicating for a oh, well, I'll person, do it. I'll do it for a million bucks, <laughs> right? Just, what's what that I'm old saying? saying? I'll close my eyes and think of England or whatever. Exactly. Or MacGyver. <laughs> I think of MacGyver. That's what? Right. That's a Patty and Selma joke from the Simpsons. Oh. <laughs> close your eyes and think of MacGyver. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, we'll finish strong. What do you think is that that Bill Gates thing? It seemed like anything to you. Text line four one five two nine five KFTC. Well, he's dead. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty Show. I was first hip to the Jeffrey Bezos song by my then 21-year-old hipster daughter who's up on all the latest memes and trends and TikToks (laughs) and whatnot. She sent it along. I found it very funny. We now use it occasionally, a bit of it on the show, but here it is. Jeffrey Bezos, CEO 
of it is obscenely hilarious <laughs> get him get him <laughs> it reminds me of the song amadeus amadeus where it's basically just a you know it's a, a biopic in music form and that's well and he, he name checks uh, elon musk uh, warren buffett uh, blank their wives drink their blood good lord born in 1964 <laughs> <laughs> it's funny it's stupid alicious. <laughs> Just fam. <laughs> Jeffrey, Jeffrey Bezos. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Bezos. <laughs> chop, chop. <laughs> so, so horribly 80s, too. Beautiful. Um, what, so much great creativity out there. What haven't I gotten to yet today? Um, I got the New York Times claiming that the only reason uh, Elizabeth Holmes is in trouble is sexism. Oh, come on. Some activist woman writing Ellen Powell, tech investor, chief executive of Project Include, a diversity, equity, and inclusion nonprofit. All right. I could hit you with her reasoning. Okay. After it was revealed that Theranos was not transparent when its blood testing equipment failed, it became clear that the company would be the exception that proves the rule that Tech chief executives rarely face the full consequences of the harm they cause. Yet Ms. Holmes is also exceptional for the basic fact that she is a woman. Time and again, we see that the boys club that is the tech industry supports and protects its own. And when the door cracks open ever so slightly to let a woman in, the same rules don't apply. You got to throw out at least one dude that's ever become a billionaire off a completely phony product. I mean, that's pretty extraordinary. She became a billionaire. Off a completely phony product. Well, I, you can and, and, and continued to defraud people out of tremendous amounts of money after she knew it had failed. Here's what they're comparing it to. Though never charged with crimes, WeWork's Adam Neumann and Uber's Travis Kalanick hyped their way into raising over $10 billion for their companies, claiming they would disrupt their stagnant, tired industries. Well, that's salesmanship. That's not saying, I mean, if, if, if uh, uh, Travis Kalanick had raised over $10 billion and then never had any cars or drivers and never intended to, well, I think she probably intended to have a, a single drop of blood, et cetera. Um, that's a terrible comparison. Nothing counts so much as blood. All right, Gene, we know. Uh, that's a terrible comparison. The fact that she was an attractive young woman is a lot of why she was able to raise all that money, I think, too. I think a lot of these old, rich, powerful guys either kind of were turned on by her or saw her like their granddaughters or something was going on there. All right, I got another one for you. Leading this race to the bottom, Jewel bought vaping, brought vaping mainstream, raising billions of dollars along the way. Kevin Burns, the chief exec who helped raise the money for Jewel, claimed his product was designed to help people stop smoking cigarettes. Okay, that's the claim. Here's the truth. Nevertheless, in June 2019, Congress began an investigation into Jewel's part in the youth at nicotine epidemic. 
including efforts to make its products as safe for children. It, wait a minute. You said he claimed his product was designed to help people stop smoking cigarettes, and then you completely changed the topic in the next in the second half of the paragraph. That's not the way writing works. Unbelievable. God, that's the the desire to find racism, sexism, whatever everywhere. Just it, it, it either makes people nonsensical or or this gal is just nuts. I've been checking in on the podcast about the Elizabeth Holmes trial a little bit. It's um it's pretty interesting. Uh it looks like and as some people think she got pregnant on 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 a particular time to time it with the trial to be a much more sympathetic character. Um wow. to the jury. Huh. Is it possible it's a coincidence? Sure, but I mean, she's one of the great con women of our time. She's one of the greatest con people in the history of the world. That's true. So a a well-timed sympathy pregnancy is not beyond her, certainly. No, absolutely not. Mentioned this earlier. It's worth mentioning again. This is from the Associated Press, ladies and germs. This is not Sean Hannity saying this. Haitian migrants, do you remember earlier this week, all the headlines were how the Biden administration shipping Haitians back to Haiti. They're not having it. They won't put up with it. Not the Biden administration. They're tough on the border. And the media ran with that a lot. And there's some pushback from the, the way left. We don't like this. But it, it allowed it to kind of go away from a lot of your uh, lefty reporting. Well, they're shipping the Haitians back. It's what I heard. This is the Do we have the Trump saying bull-ass clip, Michael? Sounds like you're kind of lolling there. You're half asleep. You're not paying attention. To <laughs> no, I'm setting up some. Come on, what do we? What do we have to tip you to get Most a sound? Well, there we go. The Associated Press reporting: Haitian migrants camped in a Texas border town are being released into the United States on a very, very large scale, undercutting the Biden administration's public statements that thousands in the camp faced immediate expulsion. U.S. officials say so. According to U.S. officials, on a very, very two varies. Very, very large scale. Haitians are just being set out into the country. Not back to Haiti. They got here. They got across. They get to stay. Tiny percentage being sent to Haiti. Tiny. Hello, Elizabeth Holmes here with my wolf, Balto. We're wearing matching black turtlenecks. Uh, I did paw stick him. He had wolf lineage, so I'm calling him a wolf. So there. Ha ha. Anyway, (laughs) final thoughts. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Thank you, Elizabeth. Let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew. There he is, pressing the control room buttons, keeping us on the air. Michelangelo. Michael, final thought? Yeah, even before today, I never cared for Bill Gates. This is the man that brought us to Microsoft Zune, the worst Christmas gift I ever asked for, <laughs> right next to the BlackBerry phone. <laughs> Young Alex is our producer beyond or behind the scenes, rather. Alex, final thought? Yeah, you know, we were talking about uh, Conor McGregor and his lousy, lousy first pitch. It matches his whiskey that he makes. It's also very, very lousy. Is it really? He sold it for hundreds of millions of dollars. Of course, that doesn't mean anything. There's no accounting for taste. Yeah. There are plenty of whiskeys out there. You don't have to drink a celebrity whiskey, boneheads. Jack, a final thought for us? Yeah, my youngest, my nine-year-old, is playing fall ball Little League and is super-duper into it. So uh, last night, we're playing catch after dinner. It's what I said, like, the main thing I was dreaming of when I had kids was to get to play catch after dinner. Mm. We were playing catch last night, and I thought to myself, this is as good as it gets right here. This is the absolute pinnacle of how good life gets right here. 
Fantastic. That's nice. On the other hand, I just got another text from my wife. We have yet another expensive household repair we need to take on in addition to the one I briefly described yesterday. I'm seriously considering going back to renting. Paying for things that you get no enjoyment out of is the worst part of being an adult. Yeah, I'm grateful to be able to afford this stuff, but it's such a drag. Yeah. It was working great yesterday. What happened? <laughs> Maybe you're cursed. I could be. I certainly deserve it. I'll leave while I've done. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. Pick yourself up an A&G t-shirt. Helps to uh, keep the guys on the payroll. You can email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. And as always, if you miss any part of the show, you can get it at Armstrong and Getty On Demand via podcast at armstrongandgetty.com or wherever you get podcasts. Yeah, get the shirt with the cut-off sleeves. Huh? Go to the mm. tractor pole. Mm. Mow your lawn. Whatever you're going to do. Mm. Good look. Get uh, sports bra. Very comfy. We'll see you on Monday. No, we won't. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless America. Listen up, Jack Wagon. There was something that was really um, monumental that occurred. I don't care if I never get back. When it comes on for you to go, you have to go. I will never apologize for standing up for an LGDP, uh, LGT, LBT, LGBTQ two plus. Uh, and the fact that that is getting lost here is very unfortunate. Armstrong and Getty.